Welcome back to the Line Podcast. My name is Aaron Alexander. This is a place that we bring together the world's leading experts in all things health and wellness to help you optimize your mind, body, and movement. This conversation comes from popular demand. Uh, folks asking me to investigate what is going on with the fellows over at GODA. GODA stands for Greatest of All Time Actions. So I reached out to Coach Gill over there on the gram and uh, they flew out to visit in Austin, Texas and we filmed a YouTube video as well breaking down the fundamentals of the GOTA movement patterning and this conversation is really fun. If I had recorded this conversation now, I think it would have been even better because I had more time to steep myself in the perspectives of the GOTA folks. I was a little bit playing like a lot of devil's advocate throughout the conversation because the tendency within a name like greatest of all time actions and then they also have woda which is the worst of all time actions uh, the tendency to have a bit of dogmatism and absolutism is inevitable within that and so my perspective that i was sharing throughout the conversation and also the youtube video that i highly recommend you guys check out is just challenging the idea that there is such a thing as always and there is such a thing as greatest and there is such a thing as worst and uh, i think that the human organism is a highly variable system and if you're to watch athletes across the board they're going to bodies going to go through a lot of different ranges of motion that being said i think that gota does provide a very meaningful foundation to correct the structure and function of the toe hinge and the ankle and the knee and the hip and the spiral or rotational mechanics through the whole body. There's a lot of words and uh, we're going to get into it in this conversation. I hope you guys really enjoy it. I really value the guys over on the GoTo team. We also had Bam come out as well from their crew and he's a sweetie. Uh, so I really enjoyed getting to spend the day with these guys and I think you all will enjoy this conversation. I want to thank you for leaving us reviews on wherever you listen to this, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever. I got to do is scroll down, press subscribe so you don't miss a single flipping episode. And then I read a review each week. This comes from, uh, let's say, this is going to be New York City to Connecticut, NYC to CT. Says Aaron adds value to the interview. Aaron's podcast has been part of my five main podcasts on rotation for a few years now. So it's time to write a review. I love his podcast because, hey, has he, huh, he, huh. he has a consistent open approach to each interview such that he connects more deeply asks great and probing questions and draws the individual into a real conversation that always has some gem moments he goes on to write other nice things thank you or, or maybe she thank you nyc to ct i uh, really greatly appreciate you guys leaving us reviews it's meaningful to read and uh, i love reading them on here as well so that is it that is all let's get to it with my guy coach gill from Gota movement so people call you gill but your name's jose yeah because i'm a child of central american parents and my name's jose guillermo Mosh. Um, grew up speaking spanish guillermo uh-huh. And then uh, right around the time I was six, my parents decided that we weren't going back to Nicaragua, Honduras. And they said, you got to learn English. We staying. Mm. But I was born here. Mm. All right. So people call me Gil for Guillermo. Yeah. So something I like to, to start with um, folks is I, I, I feel like there is a ton of low-hanging fruit in Western culture in the, in the health wellness spectrum. 
and people like yourself see things that other people don't see so so typically mm-hmm. i wonder what is some of the the, the most apparent low-hanging fruit that would improve the health of modern modern people mm-hmm. that if we just started doing these couple things a little differently it would yield a massive gain or a massive result with very low uh, investment i would say without getting too complicated that if you can understand the belief system that we are designed to move forward and if you can understand you don't have to understand fibonacci numbers and golden ratio and phi waves and the phi heart and and all that ancient geometry vortex math or anything like that but if you can understand that anti-fragility at the joint level specifically the ankles the knees the hips the shoulders and the, each spine in the segment is related to irregular behavior um, during movement and movement is directly associated with the geometry of pre-movement or what y'all like to call posture so before you move geometry has to meet a certain criteria so that you can move in a way that you're anti-fragile for life. So that orthopedic surgeon and the neurosurgeon never puts their hands or scalpel on your body. And that comes from a walk that all should look the same in every human being. Just like every flock of birds move exactly the same. Now people say I'm dogmatic, but I don't make the rules, Aaron. Nature made the rules either through the divine way, if you're spiritual through religion, or through evolutionary rules. Nature made the rules. We have two feet, two hands, unless we've been in an accident or born um, different than the rest. Nature made the rules. All I did was identify those rules using slow motion video. And back when I started, it was like 280p and um, 540 and all that. Now it's 4K, 8K res. It's so easy to see it now, it's undeniable. But if we can just teach people to keep the inputs the way they sleep, the way they sit, the way they walk, married to these rules, just the average person, they'll avoid the orthopedic surgeon and the neurosurgeon for their entire life. They'll live a pain-free life at the 100% level. Aspirins, over-the-counters, opiates won't be a part of their life. So what are these like standout bullet points of these said rules through your perspective of GOTA? We have a way to understand GOTA. It's going to be in my third book. By the way, I only write little general books, less than 50 pages. Let's consider it. <laughs> and I call it the nine boxes of anyone to understand Gota from the age of eight to 80. So the first three boxes at the bottom level, one, two, three. And, and by the way, we have a little checkerboard here, uh, tile system. So one, two, three. We want to set these boxes in place sort of like the foundation of a house, the infrastructure. And if we have these pretty well in order, then we can go to the next three boxes, which is the put your foot and land the Mother Earth. It has to be done in the divine spiral. Then leaving Mother Earth has to be done in that mathematical equation. It's not really that complicated. And then retracing or recovering to the next area of pivoting, which is the point in the middle of a circle that everything moves around. So we set the base to move anti-fragile for 100 years. Then we perfect the movement of it. That's the pressure wave, the phi wave. Then we take the rest of our lives, how we sleep, how we rest on the ground, like your chapter. It's the indigenous people already, they don't deviate from these rules because they do it naturally. And then of course, waiting poses. Waiting poses is like how the statue of David was cut out of rock by, by the great artist Leonardo da Vinci. So all you gotta do is be mindfully aware of these nine boxes all day long and you'll be pain-free for life. 
Can I <clears throat> back up to the, what do you mean exactly when you refer to, the body moves in spirals, I think. Correct. That's, that's pretty like unavoidably correct, you know, no matter how you splice it. Each joint, in order for you to have forward motion, you have to have this rotational spiral pattern essentially throughout the system as a whole. It's kind of, like, it's not a perfect analogy, but it's almost like a drivetrain in a car to have sure. that vertical rotating. I, I just, I, the easiest way to explain it is corkscrew. Yeah. And that corkscrew is what creates that drivetrain to allow for you to be able to actually allow drive to the wheels. Correct. So for you to be able to go forward in motion, you have all of these rotational patterns throughout the ankles and throughout the hip. They're built for it. Ankle is a condyle joint. It does this. Look, this is the ankle. It does this. It does this. It does this. And you can go into planes of motion, point flexion and lateral, you know, left to right, sagittal, and you can do it transfer for rotational. But in movement, it's, it's all of that plus more because it's done at different angles. Mm. Well, it's the angles that creates the spiral pattern. Right. It's, it's, it's the conflation of those multiple planes of movement together in unison. Essentially, it translates to a, a spiral pattern. Correct, because the design of the body mandates that. We don't get to decide. And so where does that show up in each segment's throughout the ankle, knees, hips, spine, et cetera, for a, like a, a stupid person like myself. Good, good, my, because like myself, if you really understand. wanted the smart person here, we'd have Ricky Stanzi flying in. He's our professor that's in charge of sort of the advanced. Even he doesn't like biomechanics too much, but but he can explain foot complex better. But in, in essence, as I want, which I imagine, um, there's something in ancient geometry called convergent and divergent forces. The foot a healthy foot is already set in its convergent force. Notice it looks like an arch. It's really three arches, but it's working with the ocular system to find terrain. Sometimes terrain is a little crooked and all, but the inside ankle bone plays high. So when it finds the terrain, like a shock absorbing system with the CV joints and tires of a car, then right above it is this beautiful gyroscope called the condyle joint of the ankle. Tip, tip, come down into that space like a joystick. And it rotates inside the mathematics of the divine spiral, the golden rosier. And then right above it, is a knee, but all the knee is there is to flex and extend, depending on if you want to move down or move up. Then above it, there's another gyroscope, which is the hip and, and the ball and socket of the hip, of the hip, right? So that well, there's that, even a rotational pattern, flexion extension with the tibia in relation to the knee. So as you're going, the tibia, the tib, yeah, yeah, the ankle complex. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's still a rotational pattern as you're flexing and extending the knee with the tibia. The knee has some rotational, but we don't use that in forward locomotive. And what I mean by that is we don't want any rotational pattern in the knee during forward. We just want it to flex and extend because it's married in synchronicity or RPM rates to the gyroscope above it. So what I'm not the knee, I'm talking about the ankle and the hip. So the ankle and the hip are going to move in the same RPM. If the ankle moves out 22.5 degrees, then the hip moves out 22.5 degrees, and then you flex the knee, there's your landing. Then when you leave, it all has to release and move 45 degrees to the other side. We call that the cornering process, which you got to feel today. Mm-hmm. So we just want the knee to flex and extend. The reason why our knees don't, our meniscus don't degenerate, uh, and I've been doing this 11 years as a go to 23 years with Mr. Pete. The reason why, and I'm 260, I'm like a big heavy guy, so is because if your ankle is moving at the same RPM of the hip, then the knee is just still just flexing. Think about this. If the ankle moves out and the hip moves out, then the knee is just flexing. It's really just doing this. Then it's going this way. It's really just doing it. So there's never shear forces there. When you destroy meniscus in the knee, when you have what's called a non-contact acute catastrophic football players, 
cutters. It's because the bottom side goes at a certain rate while the other side's going at a dramatically different rate. That's kind of complicated to talk in a podcast like this, but if the inside ankle bone goes low, that means the tip fib is gonna follow it. And if the gyroscope above is going the other way, then you just shred the ACL most of the time. But if you're taking a back step, that's the Achilles tear. In slow motion video, it's so obvious to see. Mm. So it's the unorganization or the desynchronization or the, the RPM patterns of both gyroscopes that are doing two different things and then they're not designed to do that for forward locomotive security. Does that, did that make some sense though? Yeah, yeah. And so when you, as you're going through where I was kind of pushing back in the YouTube conversation before this was the, essentially there is one range of motion that is right. And then there's, you know, all these other positions essentially that are like off the table and they're deleterious or problematic. So I think that upon looking at different runners, for example, mm -hmm. like there's a lot of successful athletes that are, have variance in their gait cycles. Sure, like especially when no, you're young. There's no such thing as when, and I, I think that's something that can happen occasionally, at least in like the nutritional realm, is someone can encounter a diet that was supportive for some demographic of people and then overlay that on like every person that ever existed and there's no room for asymmetries or variance like nature variants, like like something like genetic variants or bone deformities, or perhaps a person is Western European or Eastern European and they have depth of the acetabulum. Yes, or I think yeah, there, yeah. there could be space that my, my suggestion is that perhaps there is variance for one body to actually work optimally and it not fit like this perfect range of motion that's been, you know, categorized by by Goda in this case. I, or I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with anything you said. Everything you said is pure fact. Yeah. And you know, my mentor Petey Goskey, I was unlucky enough to have a dad who had a stroke when I was about six years old, paralyzed him his whole life. And when I became a postural assessment specialist, uh, he was having back pain and I was, I'd be like, Pete, what do you think I should do? He was like, well, everybody's got a posture. Let's just try to get him in a better posture. So all we are saying in Goda is if you're a normal person, you have an ankle joint just like I do. It's the same technology. You have a hip joint just like I do. It's the same technology. And that technology is given to us by our ancestors, millions of years. And um, it's designed to move one way. Now, all the stuff that we learn in biomechanical school about ranges of motion and being resistant to certain things, indigenous people didn't have any of that, any of that schooling. And they considered the most anti-fragile species, human species ever, the ones that are still alive. There's very few left. But I mean, what was the original question? But what were we trying to get with that point? Because in my mind, and, and I don't know if you're going to get back to my historical, but it wasn't a lot of fun in my 20s with degenerating three discs. And, and I had to find a reason why. And I had to learn biomechanics, at least to a level one place, in order to get to where Goda is now. So what was the question again, Aaron? Just the... Is there acceptability of variance of say some one some one high level runner or athlete? Like I, I messaged Ben Patrick, the knees over toes guy this morning. Just again, I, I asked a bunch of people like their thoughts on, on Goda before because there has been contention around it that you already know about of people like pushing back against you and and it's okay. It dug, All right, let, let, let me let me let me answer two questions. Let me answer. Let me first apologize for something I did. Okay, and then let me answer the question about variance. Okay. So Aaron, my job as the original founder and the undiscoverer of the divine spiral in an anti-fragile human being 
it was through either intuition or some sort of I don't know why I I got it. I don't know why it came to me first. I just it just happened because I was a slow motion video expert golfer. And when I started healing people, like I bat a hundred percent. None of my people, if they'd get to go to ever or ever hurt, ever. Nobody wanted to listen, Aaron. I mean, I would call my friends at the Gosky Method and say, look, I, I'm really a small business entrepreneur. I'm an outsider. I would say, look, I've got something that we have got to adopt. I'm going to come show it to you and I'll give it to you. And nobody wanted it. So all the smart people, when I first started, this was in the late 2000s, nobody wanted Goda when I started to present it to people in 10, 11, and 12, and 13. And then it became painfully obvious that I was gonna have to do it myself from an outsider position, which I didn't wanna do. And because it kept falling on deaf ears and I'm like, I can't take this anymore. All these poor NFL kids are shredding their knees, their college kids are shredding their knees. Can't they see that the geometry of lifting from the ground up causes the geometry of the acute tear? Can't they see the geometry of a snatch causes IT band syndrome. It's really not that complicated when you see it in slow motion video. And I just couldn't get anybody to listen. So what I did was I started to show it in slow motion video with this new technology we call Instagram, YouTube. And I started to expose people's training. And just like Mothers Against Drunk Driving and and the smoking uh, lobbyists, uh, the the people who were against smoking, there was pro-science for smoking back in the day. I basically had to go on an attack. As I'm smoking a bag of vaporized tobacco. I had to go go on an attack, and I tried never to hurt my friends at the Egoscue Method because they saved my life. And, you know, Kelly, he did me a big favor one time. He gave me a professional courtesy and let me come to his little seminars. And, and I appreciate Kelly Starrett. But I, I had to attack some people j- just to wake them up. And it didn't work. It didn't, nobody's They're not listening today. So what I started doing was, look, if you're in pain and you have been trying biomechanical, anatomical physiology derivatives in the medical community, I will show you in slow motion video how to get out of pain. And I will guarantee you in slow motion video that when you reach these markers, that you'll be out of pain. And if I can't do it, I'll give you all your money back. And it worked. But I have to apologize for all them really intelligent people that I went after on social media because it's just not my nature. I'm really just a nice guy. Yeah, I get that. But people, people, but man, people are hurting. And and what I was trying to do, Aaron, is I was trying to look at that 26-year-old kid that was me and say, the kid's looking for answers in this medical community and their derivatives, biomechanics, anatomical physics. The kid's looking for answers and they're getting the wrong answers. 10 years later, they still have back pain. If you work with a go-to coach, a year later, you're a normal person again, like a 17-year-old kid. You can run and you can jump. As long as it's the, the damage is not too bad. Meniscus don't come back. The three degenerative discs I have in my lumbar spine, it doesn't come back. Mm-hmm. You only got one chance mm-hmm. and to live it in this suicidal pain that I was in. Man, I had this one day, Aaron, I was 33 years old, and I was sitting in front of a neurosurgeon one day. He was going to chop me up, put a big, big cage in my back. And I went home, and my little kid was straight, and he wanted to wrestle with me. I remember it like it was yesterday. I couldn't do it. I write a passage as a father to wrestle with your child. And and it was one day in my life I wanted to commit suicide, and it was that one day. 
after working with six chiropractors and two biomechanical doctors and two, you know, home doctors, the, the general practitioners, and and, and uh, I got my own transcendental meditation mantra. I went this woo spiritual woo woo route, and I went to the medical route. And I, I had two of these NASM guys got me all big and thick. I went from two twenty six four to, well, every time I lost a disc, I got shorter, but to to two fifty rock. And, and nothing worked. And then, you know, when I stumbled upon Mr. Pete's work in 1999, two weeks before fusion surgery. Pete Goscu. Pete Goscu. He saved my life because he showed me 90 degree right angles of the load bearing joints. And I was a carpenter's assistant growing up. My father, who had a stroke, had to move in with my grandmother. Uh, and then I, I had a stepdad come and marry my mom from Hutchinson, Kansas. And he was a farm boy. And he made me work with the plumb bob, the leveler in the square and we had to demo walls and put walls back up and we had to change tires and change cv joints and we had to you know work on cars put fences up but and i was just his helper but i could he would say we have you know uh, you got to be square measure twice cut once he would say stuff like that one one time we rebuilt a rotary engine and a piston engine he, he taught me how it worked you know and you see the spirals <laughs> uh and i just got off on a tangent right there but but that child needs the real answers and the real answers is in the ancient geometry we represent the, the divine spiral we are fractal of it just like every animal on planet earth i want to take a moment and share something that is an absolute needle mover for sleep that is supplementing with magnesium the reason magnesium is relevant to supplement with in the first place is because it is largely deficient in modern day soil. My go-to choice for magnesium is from Bioptimizers. The reason I like this stuff so much is it contains all seven different forms of magnesium. Uh, it's sourced incredibly well. I know the founders of the company personally. I trust them. I think they're fantastic. I think they really give a dang. And I think this stuff is important for you to try. If you're interested in getting yourself a 10% discount, you can go to magbreakthrough.com slash align podcast. That's M-A-G-B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-O-U-G-H.com slash Align Podcast. You can use code Align10 to boost your intake of magnesium and start feeling better today. Start sleeping better. Start relaxing and restoring and repairing those muscles of yours. I think you guys are going to dig this stuff. Magbreakthrough.com slash Align Podcast. 10% off. Yeah, and people, and people can look up like like Serge Krakowski is a great resource for this. And the spinal engine, you can see that it's essentially a bunch of spirals throughout the the, the spine. Yeah, he, had, he specifically had a a fellow that had no. This is just a, something an image that's been popularized in video that's been shared around a lot. But he had no legs. Uh huh. And uh, was still moving in yeah. this same spinal engine manner and it's this really beautiful like like swimming essentially of the spine and that happens throughout the pelvis you see the same thing with the pelvis as you're going through the gait cycle it's going through this multi-plane movement pattern where it's going one hips anteriorly tilting and depressing and it's going it's it's going through all three different planes of movement um just as it's as it's as it's walking kind of like the drivetrain of a car it kind of does this really interesting dance which if you're watching yes. the video i'm doing this interesting yes. thing with my hands right now yes and that goes down into again the, the knees and the ankles and the toes and up into the shoulders and out into the wrists and through the whole system it is really beautiful to break the body down into these spiral patterns i think it is like such a gorgeous concept and i feel like you 
have brought a lot of awareness mm -hmm. to the 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 I don't know if you call it like a movement community, but the community. Uh, I don't even know what community. I don't even mean. know what that is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but 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 to to pe any anybody that's paying attention, um, back to these kind of more like ancestral patterns, you could say. But the, but then within that, a question I, I guess I have is the the athletes that you are placing into a category of GOTA, which stands for greatest of all time actions greatest of all time actions. it's movement behaviors yeah my curiosity within that a lot of those athletes that you're isolating as being this like a go to mm -hmm. category likely are engaging in a lot of the exercises that you would discourage against correct yet they're still expressing correct. this thing that you're taking correct. a frozen image and saying aha here's the thing correct so that is a kind of a curiosity that i that i have and perhaps an opening of flexibility of perhaps there's there are other movement modalities or dogmas or training practices that may ultimately be coming back to the same truth. Well, there's a lot what you just said, Aaron. I mean, let me try to get two points first. The, yeah. the, the, point, <laughs> the point where um, the soup we call the super goaders. If you want to talk about the super tribes, it's the lake crawling super babies, the, the, uh, the greatest of all time athletes, which is used the, the um, the indigenous tribals in the in the in the centenarians, octenarians at the track and field world championships, the one that don't use physio tape, knee braces, or anything to do their their, their endurance events or their little sprint events. They're all using the go to mathematics. There are no hundred and two year olds moving the way you move at that event. Just letting you know, I haven't seen one yet. Now, let's talk about these super athletes, because he kind of mentioned Jordan, right? You kind of said, well, don't they all do it a little different? And the answer is absolutely Yes, but the longevity in the anti-fragility pattern is what we teach because we don't have a choice. The blueprint and the design is already set. All we do is report the slow motion video. So you have some people that really, really are close to it. Michael Jordan was really close to it. Then he started playing golf. Then all of a sudden he started wearing a little, uh, like not really a knee brace, but a little strap around his knee. And towards the end, but he still did well at 40. He scored 20 and 10 at 40. But what inputs will destroy the negative inputs? Walking and running. And what do basketball players do all day long? Walk and run on the court. So if you have this pattern we call goading, and you're spending most of your day walking and running, and then you jump on the couch and watch a movie, and then you jump in the bed and you sleep in side fetal, which is goading. Those negative inputs, being on that couch and maybe eating lunch and dinner with your, with your friends and your spouse, are not going to override what you did on a basketball court for six hours. You had said something, because I did a little work before I drove in, that the average highs dispense 9.5 hours, five hours mm. in resting postures on the ground. Now, I would like you to know that, that those resting postures on the ground are inside ankle bone high straight foot. It's just an upside down geometry. Anatomically speaking, the inside ankle bone being the, the medial malleolus and the outside ankle bone being the lateral malleolus. Correct. The inside ankle bone is, is the, the bottom edge of the fibula. And uh -huh. it, it naturally rests in that position that you're suggesting. In somebody with a normal stance, when they've passed that one box we call a line in the gyroscope, when I say there's little nine boxes of easy to understand go to, and the nine boxes, which is a line in collinear lines of the gyroscopes, shoulders, hips, ankles with a normal foot mm -hmm. all right box number two is you got to be back chain dominant y your pelvis has to play behind the ribs all the time crawling babies walkers michael jordan the pelvis is always behind they don't walk in thrust 
third one is indigenous suppleness or inside ankle bone high suppleness and you have to do the ancient squat inside the collinear line bilateral symmetry position you got to do the ancient squat and the ancient hinge so that the energy waves open up in the squat and they close in the hinge so that when you stand up and you go to box number four which is landing the mother earth you have to open those energy waves up that comes from the squat that's why when band puts you in that 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 position where you had your inch out ankle bone high and had your chest pointing out. That's a squat derivative. Then when he closed the door, he came around the corner and your heels went away. That's box number five, leaving Mother Earth. Then box number six is make sure that when you return that leg back to the next pivot point, the center point that the tornadic event above it has to work around. I feel like, I mean, I need to look at more images maybe, but I feel like I've seen healthy ancestral hunter-gatherer type folks sitting in a deep squat and not be like massively uh, pronated the whole or supinated the whole time well it's just a platform all you do is sit down the knees go out so, yeah. sometimes you could just pronate they're just sitting there pronated sometimes they supinated sometimes they're just messing around on it but you got to remember that's a resting pose mm -hmm. so i wonder if there could be some type of like compensatory stress in a way from being stuck in one position if you start to get I, i'm just curious because i've had this experience with myself in, in lots of different directions by the way we don't believe we don't like pronation or supination hmm. that's why biomechanics makes it difficult for us to have these podcasts we believe in design the design of the foot and ankle the tip fib comes in like a joystick hip on top of it like a, a gyroscope same rpm they have to be in the same rpm if this one goes too fast and this one goes the other way acl shreds mm. so we don't we it's hard to really to communicate especially in a podcast um the mathematics of, of goda because it's a corkscrew it's a tornadic event it's if you get too caught up in planes of motion it's tough we're not saying you should supinate that's no good either because it's a linear derivative mm. supination is linear pronation is linear we're against all that because in this super anti-fragile human being you don't see either you see a foot complex that accepts mother earth and you see a gyroscope above it that starts to move in a tornadic event in an rpm sync with the above gyroscopes that's why whenever you see a really beautiful athlete you say what so smooth that michael jordan yeah that ed reed god look how he can fly and he's always on cat-like balance yeah babe ruth played till he was 44 ricky henderson played till he was 45 and say how can these people just keep playing and playing at the highest level when are they going to get hurt well they're not going to get hurt because you got to get hit by a truck when you're a goater to get hurt yeah it doesn't all injuries unexplained i'm talking about i'm not talking about helmet the knee car accidents all unexplained injuries both acute and repetitive we can identify in slow motion video where the movement error is either at the foot level its inability to accept the terrain or what the gyroscopes above it are doing in synchronicity breaks that means they're not moving in the same rpm they have to be married together to be goda and that's kind of complicated because you may take something i wish i had like a coke bottle that i could flip upside down and the bottom of it is you know the cap is real little the circumference of it. But the, the top, the base of it is kind of big. And if I move the Coke bottle just 22.5 degrees, the top of it looks like it's really moving. Yeah, give me that. The top of it looks <laughs> like it's really moving a, a lot. Let's say uh For people the watching e, the, the video, e. we've got a the poor top, hydration The bottle. top of it looks like it's moving a lot. Yeah. But the bottom of it looks like it's moving a little. 
but it's the same math at the same RPM. Hmm. And the knee's just in the middle, so when it opens up and lands the Mother Earth, it just flexes. Well, that's just like it being linear and flexing. There's no pre- If I take my knee and I just flex, no pressure. So if I move the ankle 22.5 degrees and the hip 22.5 degrees, those are our gyros, and I flex it, no pressure. Why, because what's above and below is in line. Yeah. It's just in the tornadic line. Yeah, yeah, I underline with that. Yeah. So what are the, the patterns that, if there is some like perfect movement that let's just let's just romanticize hunter-gatherer cultures and just say whatever they do oh is God, right yeah. there's no such thing as at any flaws within hunter-gatherer society let's just uh-huh. run that idea which is which is also a story there's well, you, that's could also, us. you could also say that's that. us by the way goda it stands for the greatest of all time actions because the original name of the company primal wisdom theory yeah. it was a complete marketing failure yeah I'm a primal wisdom theory coach. I teach what the indigenous people do. Let me show you how to never get hurt. Yeah. The savages don't know nothing. What does that mean? The savages don't know nothing. <laughs> That's the response you get from people. You uh, gonna teach me what savages do? Right. I got a biomechanics degree. I'm like, I'm sorry. How <laughs> to change the name? Well, I think what the savages are, which is it, which is pretty consistent with some level of truth, is is they're consistent with nature, which is what humans are. You yes, know? sir. So that so that that's one thing is when if you do become incongruent with nature, nature, yes. nature, which ultimately everything is nature. This you know microphone is nature, and you know this like well like any, any piece of technology, your cell phone is nature. Yes, it's all an expression of nature. Yes, ultimately. But let's say like old school nature, trees, rivers, rocks, you know, grounding, always air, cold, heat, storms, always things of the sort. You know, so, so let's say that that is like the perfect expression of a healthy biological human. What, and we are the perfect expression of that too. I and, agree with that. And that's what Goda did. We, we saw the ancient geometry and we said, oh shit, we don't have a choice in the matter. The rules are set. You can't go to biomechanical school and say, we change in the rules. The rules are set. That's what we did. And so what are some of the impediments for the the modern body that would cause them to convert themselves into like a place of, you know, production of friction within the joints and disease? Let me just tell you, let me just tell you my story. Cause I mean, when I originally talked to you, I was like, do you want me to come the origin story guy? You want like one of the young people to come like Ricky Stanzi? I was like, look, I want to talk to you. You the one that discovered it, undiscovered it, developed it. When I was 12 years old, I was bitty basketball also. Me and you are the same. I was 6'4", 220. Beautiful. Thank you. At, at, yeah, yeah, this is a good look. <laughs> By the way, if y'all don't know, this guy is a good looking guy. <laughs> Him and Coach Bam are like, what and what? But um, I was the star of my basketball team. And then I gained a little weight during puberty. And back in, I'm, I was born in 66. Now, now 12, 12 years later, it's bitty basketball. So now put me at, what, 78. When I was 79, 80, those two years, I started gaining a little weight going through puberty. And back then, all we wore was tidy whities It's like a Speedo. Well, yeah, so 13, 14 <laughs> years old, I'm wearing tidy whities I've gained a little weight, and my, my thighs are rubbing together. And I would tell my mom to just rub some lotion on it, but it would dry up during the day. So one day, I got this clever idea to start walking outside those collinear lines of box number one. In essence, says my foot no longer landed underneath my hip. My foot and ankle gyroscope no longer landed underneath my hip. I started walking with a wide stance. Remember the babies wearing diapers as well for parents? Something, yeah. I would say that's a problem, but I mean, yeah. they're, they're in a super growth phase. By the way, we talked about me being a generalist, so I don't have all the answers, but then at the same time, for some insane reason, I fell in love with sleeping on my belly. Mm. <laughs> then at the same time, 
Arnold Schwarzenegger and all those guys were coming up with the barbells and aesthetically pleasing stuff. And I bought me a little barbell with two 25s on each side. And I started doing the standard stuff that they still do today. Military presses, bicep curls, tricep pulls, hip hinges, which is like a deadlift, back squats. And I started to blow up a little bit. And then I went from this guy who had straight feet. It was bitty basketball all-star. I was a goda. And just three years later, when I was 15 years old, I've never been cut off a of high school basketball or any basketball team. I was sitting and they would call, call them the cuts. And, and, and my coach said, you cut, Bosh. I'm like, I'm, I'm one of the tallest guys on the team. But you got bad feet, bad hips. And he made me cry for the first time in my life as it related to sports. And I went to him. I said, well, what's, what's bad feet, bad hips? You know, he didn't know. He just, just could see it. It's, it's Woda. Well, so those are just three things. Woda stand W stands for worst. The worst of all time, actually. The yeah. worst of all time geometry before you move and the wor- worst of all time energy while you're moving, which destroys joints. It makes you super fragile, which is what I'm against. And uh, not that you can't have a hobby like lifting weights and all, but you just got to do more go to buffering. People fall in love with stuff that's not good for them, let's face it. So we're here to help people either buffer or become go to 10. You get to choose. And you can integrate the go to movements into any any modality or any practice. <laughs> well, no, sport. what you do is you, in, it, it, there's, there's hardcore, we have hardcore laws of go to. And then we say, hey, how hardcore do you really want to be? And I'm like, eh, I'm just a little. Go to BAMS probably. But there's, there's just. There's rules that if you if you get too close to the rules, it's like, what, what when are you going to take your shoes off and walk into the woods? Come on, man. Just train Goda and try to make the rest of the inputs around your life Goda, like sleeping side fetal, making sure you're in a crossover in a waiting position at a bar, making sure you're in Saze on the ground, or if you can do the deep resting squat like Bam, make sure all the inputs as much Goda as, poss- as possible so that when you got that drive time for an hour, at least you got some buffering against it morphing into woda which remember woda the geometry of before you move messes with the energy wave that keeps you anti-fragile did that answer your question or did i go babbling off into some no i caused you to go tangential actually mm-hmm. yeah you were t- i was the the, the, the oh original, yeah the three the things threads. those three things that ripped my guts out because yeah. i didn't get to them when i was 21 years old and i started destroying my back was a walking in a wide stance with duck feet sleeping on my belly and lifting weights in, in the linear geometry. And so with the linear geometry part, that's like, what does that mean exactly? Is that like any bilateral movement with that villainize any bench press, any squat, any row, anything where you're just, you're just pushing with both arms long, and feet? T- long term, yes. Like if you wanna have fun when you're 90 and 100, the answer is yes. Short term, young people are just young, beautiful, and they got all that beautiful pink soft tissue and they can get away with a lot. So there's no, from your perspective, which this would be subjective, there's no, from my subjective opinion, there's no means of training bilateral movements such as squats, bench press, row, any of that without deteriorating your body. There's no orientation. Well, you just have to, you you have to, you have to, it's like pluses and minuses. Uh, you ever learn how to count cards and play blackjack? <laughs> you oh, know, wow. you got you got to count cards. You got to count the pluses and the negatives in order to win. But, but in essence, is is okay. I'm gonna. Ex- I want to look good. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do this rowing, this back squatting and bench pressing. And then now I've got all these negative inputs. How many positive inputs do I need to overwrite all that? And would positive, from your perspective, essentially be like? not just contralateral movement being in the form of, of you know, uh, sprinting or, or, or punching or kicking, 
but also contralateral in your proposed methodology of it's not my methodology it's it's nature's methodology well, i didn't write the rules but there is a lot of nature it isn't it is a it is a subset of nature that you are picking up and putting into a book and putting into podcasts there is there is it's all nature with, with but there's variation within nature sure but i would i would have to get I mean, more some f- people some people are, are like you'd mentioned they're 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 born with some congenital sure, disease sure, where they sure, have sure, no sure, legs sure, like sure. That's, and we'll do that's we'll do the best we can you know, so to have one specific, this is what the ankle does. This is what the toe hinge does. This is what the hip does. I'm not, I'm only, I, I, I love you. And I, I'm really enjoying, like, I'm so grateful to. It's to, a little different than the uh, biomechanical nomenclature dialogue. It, it's, it's, it's a little different. It's a lot different. Let's face it. But so, so anyway, what I'm going back with that is that contralateral expression or practice with regularity. Is that the only thing that will kind of retune or reset a body that has been, um, the answer, the answer is yes. If it's if it's goda, it gives you the best opportunity to buffer it. And the more you are goda, and the less you do the behaviors that violate the divine spiral math, then the less goda you need. So if I'm walking three miles a day goda, and I take a little jog every once in a while goda, and I sleep side fetal, and I rest on the ground. And when I go to a bar, I go into my crossover Statue of David poses. And I'm never putting any inputs in my body that's woda. Then, if, you know, if I, again, we had already had this conversation. If, if I do a little woda, so what? It, we can't avoid it. Hmm. It's drive time. It's shoes. It's restaurants. It's just unavoidable. So for most people, all the inputs, the resting inputs are woda because of our society. Then we go to the gym and all the technologies woda. And when you're young, it's all great. And then when you have that shoulder that tears one day, or when you have that lumbar spine that degenerates one day, or when your knee starts hurting, then you start to wonder why and if it could have been avoided and if is it worth it and i'm saying it's worth it to be anti-fragile all the time because you don't have to spend all that time in front of the doctor taking all the pills it's a deep dark place you can get into aaron if you are there are there specific cues for and people can just again watch the youtube video or maybe the instagram but mainly youtube specific cues for people listening that they would be able to you know, some cue with in relation to like foot strike when they're walking or something to pay attention with in their hip or eye gaze or like what you know, like what is there to some, some to identify it to, or just to help people to reset retune back into a place of restoration healing. Yeah, well, we have movement behaviors that some of them are uh, even look funny, like blade walking. We talked about that today. Walking on the outsides of the feet. If you walk on the outside of your feet for like eight hundred yards you'll start to feel golden because for the first time in your life, the way the foot's designed, it's a, it's a spiral. It's like a golden ratio spiral. You walk in on the outside and when you leave, it almost forces you to go heal away all day. So go to is this, watch the elbow, land the mother earth, leave mother earth, land the mother earth, leave mother earth. It's a corkscrew, land the mother earth, leave mother earth. And when you've been walking duck footed, you're walking off the wrong part of your foot. You, you land the mother earth, you leave the mother earth. That's why the heel goes in all day. Mm. 
you're on the wrong part of your foot. You said it earlier. We were all spirals. Hell yeah, we are. The whole technology spirals. But wouldn't that, again, just more put, once again, I'm enjoying this, all of this stuff, and I think that you have so much value, in my opinion, ultimately, it doesn't really matter. But curiosity I have with them, if a person, is that being like a retuning exercise, I feel like by walking on the outside edges of the feet would actually shut down the potential for those spirals to manifest because you're not allowing that oh, full range of motion yeah, of the ankle and the toes because, and the because knee Because Aaron, as a corrective exercise coach, this Petey Goscue saved my life and he, he taught me a lot of good lessons. The guy was brilliant. Just He should have saw the slow motion. He didn't have the technology to see the pressure wave, to see the ancient geometry and the divine spiral. I've got his gate book and all. He didn't understand that it was a energy wave. So all of his information came from biomechanics. So his front view assessment is GOTA. Ankles underneath hips, hips underneath shoulders. Yeah. 90 degrees at the hips and shoulders and ankles. But from the side view, he taught me dynamic tension. And that's dead 100% wrong. It's front chain dominant geometry. And it causes gait patterns that degenerate hips, knees, ankles, lumbar spine. How do you define dynamic tension? Is that like the... the, the it's one, it's like military like posture from the side. Yeah. Oh, okay. You want the hips to be behind the rib cage between three and nine degrees, like bam. Hmm. Okay. Because we're designed to move forward. So there needs to be a little pitch forward. We're going forward. How long every day? How about 100% most days? How many days do you really go backwards? Yeah. Unless you're working out with Ben Patrick. And by the way, Ben, I apologize. To you so, too. So with so something that I've experienced working with Ben and and one of the things like he brought up like some ancient Chinese proverb or something mm-hmm. like that around around walking backwards and the suggestion is like a hundred steps a day is worth like a thousand steps yeah. forward because yeah. it, it can act as like a corrective exercise to I think maybe something about like opening up the the plantar fascia or engaging the toes properly or maybe. I don't know, that's, strengthening that's, the that's knees the, or something. That's the, the difference story. between somebody's boilerplate program and the GOTA system. The GOTA says, you come to me with all these WOTA inputs, and your geometry before you move is presenting itself to me in slow motion video, which creates the energy wave. I cannot treat a bow-legged person like somebody who's knock need. I have to start them with totally different sets of stimulus. Whereas a program, everybody's doing the same thing. For you, Aaron, you kill the suppleness scoring. I can't do none of what you can do. Now, Bam will smoke you, right? Bam kills all the testing and stuff. Bam's like the superior being on this planet. <laughs> no, you know, it's Aaron. he's got that little hip, that, that right. He's about 12 degrees off on the right side. But he's, it's, a, it's a journey. Look, Aaron. Once you get to like the go to Boda, Woda spectrum, Woda is like, when people are in their pain, they're in Woda. If you get to Boda, you're going to be out of pain. And the question is, do, do you want to be a, a black belt 10? Let's go to 10. Do you want to keep working all day, every day of your life to keep perfecting movement? And Bam's doing it. He's trying to get to that last little area that's left. And he's got no reason to do it. We don't get hurt as long as we high-level boaters and goaters. I haven't been to the doctor in 23 years, and I don't pass the suppleness testing. 
want to take a moment and share something that has been the highest leverage tool for my recovery over the years that is cold plunging for an immediate state change for mood regulation for helping support a healthy metabolism and all of the things cold plunging i think is one of the most important things a person that cares about their health cares about their mental clarity could possibly engage in and i got you guys a special discount with ice barrel it is the most affordable cold plunge out there it looks great it's vertical so i actually have it sitting on my porch right now which is a fairly small porch uh, but it's great because it's vertical it fits my whole body in there very well uh, i can sit upright in it which is fantastic i don't really love laying down in cold plunges as much as sitting upright so I think this is a valuable tool to invest in. If you want to get yourself $125 off, go to icebarrel.com slash align. That's I-C-E-B-A-R-R-E-L.com slash align. $125 off, 30-day money-back guarantee if you're not 100% satisfied. Icebarrel.com slash align. I'm going to take a moment and share one of my absolute favorite protein-rich snacks. Those are the beef sticks from Paleo Valley. Why do I like Paleo Valley? Uh, typically, I don't promote meat at all. It's something you won't really hear me talk about. Uh, I am a very strong proponent of regenerative farming, and that is exactly how they do it at Paleo Valley. They're, the cows are 100% happy, 100% grass-fed. Um, they do a process where they cycle them from different plots of grass to keep them circulating, which actually is a net positive for carbon emissions each year. It sequesters carbon from the atmosphere. Um, they are also, they're not using any preservatives or any of the BS. So they have a natural fermentation process. So it's got a really just a, an amazing blend of probiotics in there as well. Healthy fats. It's such a rich snack to engage with. And that's why I like it. I eat them pretty much every day. And I think you guys will appreciate them as well. You can get yourself 15% off by going to paleovalley.com slash align. That's P-A-L-E-O-V-A-L-L-E-Y.com slash align. They also have a plethora of other delicious snacks and I think you're going to really enjoy them. I think it's a, an amazing company. I stand behind them 100%. It's healthy. It is vitamin and mineral and healthy fat and protein rich. and It'll make a difference in you and your family's life. Paleovalley.com slash align for 15% off. So coming back away from me, like uh, attempting to poke at it. And the only reason, again, that I poke, anytime you put me into a room with an absolute, my just natural inclination is to say, well, what about this? Well, what about this? What about, what about this? And when you have like, like your, your branding is, is a kind of based, not kind of completely based around a pretty binary system, right, wrong. And so, uh, and so, and so within that, it really sets you up for inquisitive people to at least be engaged with asking questions of like, they, is there other should. versions of and that? And they should, because their knees and hips and backs are on the line. Yeah. Yeah. It's important. By the way, I'm not against anything as a hobby. I just think that you should bring a go to body to it. Oh yeah. That was the thing is the bilateral movement stuff. Yeah. So someone that's like, I, I absolutely agree that understanding gate mechanics for yourself, you don't even actually understand it. Just be able to engage with it. And being able to understand just creating leverage from a wide variety of, of ranges of motion and positions, being able to, to you know, be able to, to throw, being able to, be able to drive leverage from your 
axial skeleton be able to yeah. turn yourself temporarily into a whip yeah you know and be able to release and like that's like turning your body into that beautiful expression of a tool to run sprint throw jump squat yeah it's fucking beautiful it is it's, <laughs> it's fucking we are beautiful yeah. we are beautiful <laughs> and aaron beautiful aaron aaron <laughs> here's what i can tell you here's what i can tell you i want my three discs back yeah and I'll never get them back. Yeah, but you, but it's it's that's the thing is it's hard to say. And then this, this comes into the nutritional dogma stuff. A person, the reason that one person, like the carnivore diet, is an example of that. Like like Paul Saldina is a close friend. Text him all the time. Challenge him a lot. Uh, and he's a carnivore MD guy on Instagram. Says says lots of like very dogmatic things. Very binary. What this is is right. Everything else is wrong. You know, and, and within that, he comes from a background where he had, I think it was some type of auto, we've talked about it on the podcast before, but like autoimmune condition. And there's very, there's lots of different variables in his scenario. And he found a path that worked well for him, uh-huh. you know, and, and now he's in a position where like, this is it. This is the only That's way. That's very dangerous. You know why? Why is that dangerous? Because if you study anything that gets popular, it just, it just happens in the golf community somebody comes up with a technique that works on 20% of the people because it works in their body. And then like gravity golf or is, uh, uh, natural golf <laughs> and everybody starts doing it. And next thing you know, they suck. <laughs> Same thing with these systems. What worked for Ben Patrick worked for Ben Patrick, uh, with Paul, Paul Saldino in the nutrition game, what works for him work for him. What I do is different as a generalist. I'm like, what am I really trying to achieve here? Anti-fragile longevity. And, and you know I'm 35 pounds overweight. You can just look at me. Uh, well, why, who, do you, why do you think that is? Can I finish the story and oh, get yeah, to my sorry, weight? Sorry, sorry, yeah, sorry, okay. Yeah, sorry, sorry. And I'm like, is there people on earth that live to 100 happy and pain-free? And what do they eat? And you know I stumbled upon this guy that wrote a few books called The Blue Zones. Yeah. Yo, you know that. Butner, yeah, I, reckon, I mentioned in my book. Yeah. yeah. I said, well, they already have all the answers. They just follow the rules. Kind of like Goda. Now, back to me. First of all, I grew up in a time when nobody knew McDonald's was bad. It's the early 70s. And then uh, being that I could run three miles a night up until I was 21 years old when I had my first back episode, I could always run off a bad diet. You run three miles a night, you can drink a bunch of beers and eat McDonald's. Just three miles. Then I started lifting weights because I started having back problems in my early 20s because of those three patterns I talked about earlier. Walking in a wide stand, sleeping on my belly, lifting weights. Then one day I was trying to get out of back pain and I went from my normal weight 6'4", 220. Now I'm losing discs. I degenerated my L5-S1. And I'm building muscle because they told me you're not strong enough. And I'm like, well, I'm 6'4", 220. How strong you got to be to get rid of back pain? Yeah, 30 pounds. So I started working out with uh, Mr. Louisiana at a certain weight division inside my gym. And I got all big and bulky. Now I was six, maybe 6'3", six, six, because I had lost a disc, maybe another half. 250. Monster. And then I had another back episode in the gym. And... um. And right before that fusion surgery that we that we talked about, I postponed it to, to, 
to hire PD Goscu to get me to get me this posture that he thought because I could see the 90 degree rant angles in his work. And I said, I'm not going to. I made him a promise. I will not have surgery until I'm a deluxe 10. That's what he called it. I'll give you my word, Pete. All right. You're in. I sent him some money. I started four years later. I could play golf. Took four years in Gota. I could get that same 33 year old kid playing golf in a year. But God damn, what, what was the what was the point of that story? Oh, what's the, uh, well, I you you said that you're overweight. Oh, so <laughs> guess what happened after I got out of pain? Pete's like, well, you you can't do anything non-functional or anything that hurts yourself. So I couldn't run, I couldn't do anything. So all I could do was just posture work, and it's not a lot of calories burning when you're doing posture work. Hmm. And I'm just sitting on the couch for all these years, and I got up to 290. And by the time I I started playing golf in 04 again. By the time I got on a scale, I was like, in 2008, I was 290. And I went to a gym. I said, man, according to, and now I'm a postural assessment specialist because I fell in love with his work. And I went to the gym and I was like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do anything. So I walked into a spin class. I took a spin class. Then I was like, oh, this is pretty good. So then I became a spin class instructor. I taught 500 spin classes in my life. I got down to 270. Then I found a triathlete that challenged me to do a triathlon. I went and did a sprint triathlon, almost drowned, almost fell on my bike, embarrassed myself. You almost drowned, really? Yeah, 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 because I didn't, I didn't know swimming in the pool was the same. It was different. <laughs> different. I didn't, it was different than open water. If you ever swim open water with a bunch of 40-year-olds around you? Like and then I fell in love with triathlons. I got all the way down to 244 one year. I remember, man, I feel pretty slimmy. I ran, uh, got off the bike after an 18-mile bike ride. I ran a 29, 27, and I was real proud of myself. I did 67 sprint triathlons. But in, 2000, in 2011, I did a half Ironman New Orleans, and my hips started to hurt. And I had become a postural assessment specialist with P.D. Goscue's work. And uh, I, I called up and I said, look, but something's going on with my hips. Oh, well, you're not functional. <laughs> I'm a therapist now. Um, it's got to be more than that. Something's going on. What's Pete think? Well, you're not functional. And everybody kept talking about not being functional. I'm like, I, I got to find the answers. So I got it. You know, I got, now I got femoral acetabulum impingement from doing endurance but, but by the way, I'm happy that I can just run again, that I can ride a bike, that I got my life back. Uh, but I was burning up my hips. So uh, at the same time, YouTube started uploading National Geographic videos. Uh, New Atlantic is a, is a documentary company, and BBC was uploading indigenous videos from the 70s and 60s. Like they had people go out in the late 60s and 70s. And then I stumbled upon the Karubu and the, and the Zoe of my two favorite African tribes. I, I didn't, a lot of more sandals. But I focused in on these two tribes, the, the Karubu and the Zoe, and I saw the pressure wave in slow motion video for two reasons. One, I fell in love with golf as a kid, so we assess our swings in slow motion video. I thought everybody could do slow motion video. Then the second thing is I had Petey Goscue's work. I was a partial assessment specialist. I had to learn the musculoskeletal system. I'm a small business guy, right, uh, that, that just found this space. And I saw the pressure wave. You felt it today when Bam put you in. He got you inside ankle bone high. He made you set that bow. He wound everything up like a toy, like a corkscrew. You felt it for a split second in time of day. And I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God. Get my iPad out. And the iPad just came out in 2010. And I'm sitting, I'm sitting there with the iPad on the television. It was YouTube. So I'm probably on a PC. And I'm, I scrape it, record, screen record it. And I see somebody land. And I see this bow open up it's flash and it goes away and i'm like oh shit 
you can't see it with the naked eye. You can only see the bow in slow motion video. <gasps> Everything we've ever done biomechanically came from a place of cadaver science. This is why Stryker and Globus Medicus, the joint replacements companies, their numbers are skyrocketing. Everything in our society is feeding non-energy-based mathematics in the joints are deteriorating at a, at a level never before in history, and we're not even in the woods. The bow, the bow you're referring to is the knee. Going the knee out, as the ankle to moves the out, the hip goes out, the knee flexes, and it looks like a bow. Yeah. Well, you can't go valgus. There is no valgus in Gota. That's linear, linear based language. Well, yeah, in, inward. Yeah, yeah inward, inward, sure. yeah. <laughs> Medi- medially <laughs> inward. In. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm talking to you guys, I have to say, okay, where's Aaron's education at? Maybe I can jump into your education. I don't have your, your talent. If I'm in front of a chiropractor, I don't have their talent or any of the modalities. But I can sort of, because I'm a generalist, like maybe I can get create some common ground I with you guys. I think there is value in, in that of, of not having the, like that's, that's like, uh, there's been lots of different meaningful inventions that came as a product of people that actually weren't specialized in that place because they weren't kind of like indoctrinated by the, uh-huh. the previous perspective. And when you look objectively, you know, at the statistics of what's happening to the modern world's kinesiological experience, it seems like we're, you know, we're breaking down. How can we? We're not doing anything compared to and our so, indigenous and so, ancestors. And so to be, to be fair, you know, back to like, to, for, to your point, um, it seems like a lot of what we're, we're doing for whatever reason isn't really working, you know, and then I want, I wonder what the issues within that is. Is it, is it the, well, you know, the issues, you just don't understand the map because you wrote a book and you talked about resting postures Yeah, and certain resting posture, resting postures are going to feed the geometry of the body before it moves. So those resting postures in the indigenous tribes all look the same way. They're an inside ankle bone high. This, if you can give me credit for anything other than finding the pressure wave, nobody could see that sitting in Seiza is inside ankle bone high upside down. Nobody could see it because they don't teach in biomechanical world. They'll teach about all the bones and all the fascia and all the nerves and, but they won't say, Hey, When you're resting in Seiza, that's inside ankle bone high, upside down. And when you stand up, now you're inside ankle bone high, right side up. And that's directly related to your forward locomotive behavior. Use the word gate. Everybody uses the word gate. I don't like the word gate, but it's it's forward locomotive behavior. It's an energy wave. How do you define energy wave exactly? The tornadic event of opening the door and closing the door opening the door and closing the door. When the, when the cell division goes into two, something called vesicus Pisces in ancient geometry, and it creates that middle thing that looks like a football or a rugby ball or egg, and everything's moving around this geometry. Yeah, like that, like a corkscrew. A corkscrew is the best analogy because most people in the world open up a bottle of wine before you go in. And if you do it right, it's really clean, right? There's almost like no pressure. Mm. Where Woda is like a hammer, bam, bam, bam. That's why people's knees get tore up. Mm. And, and, if I, and when I first identified a Woda landing, I was fascinated because in a Goda landing, especially when you have somebody that's tatted up, they land the Mother Earth, and you see the tattoos just go 
open, smooth, fluid, and then the tattoos go back the other way. It's so easy to see when you tat it up. Mm. And then when you see a water landing and it lands, it's like a jolt of energy. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Like a like a hammer, like a hammer hitting the ground. It's just violent. Boom. Boom, and then when you start to realize, oh, the meniscus in the hip and the meniscus in the knee and ankle are just in the lumbar spine are just getting crippled by thousands and millions of reps, just walking and maybe jogging and running. What, what are, from your perspective, and we can wrap up soon because I know you still, you still got other, other stuff you gotta do, but what would be some, uh, one of the things we talked about in the YouTube video previously was, again, these romanticized hunter-gatherer tribal societies, Hatsa, whoever it is, um, they have never been taught how to move. And so there is kind of an interesting paradox there of, of perhaps could it be in some degree like the, the, the teaching and the avoidant of certain the avoidance of certain movement behavior, like the conscious avoidance, could that potentially be perpetuating a, a, a problem of now I'm still in my head about the way that I move as opposed to naturally organizing around environmental conditions that cause me to move in a therapeutic way. Mm -hmm. do, do you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, kind of a strange question because, okay, the way we see it in Goat or the way I see it is. I don't even necessarily agree with that. I'm not saying like we, we shouldn't teach. We, we come out of the womb with our ancestors' historical geometry and, 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 and the historical movement. And when we're in, in the woods without shoes, we cannot get away from the mathematics of Goda. It's who we are. Um, if you're out in the hunt and you tear an Achilles because your inside ankle bone goes low to the inside or you tear an ACL, you're fodder. You're food. You ain't getting home. You know, the hyenas are going to come get you. The lions ain't. And you're just going to get eaten up. You just, you know, there's no room for error in the indigenous way. That's why they're all Goda. And you can't find woters in their community. You're looking at 20, 30 people in a flock and said, not one of them moves like an, like an American. Not one. So what would be, the, what would be some environmental, to, so, so to, if perhaps there was some suggestion or, or truth to the, envir the, the human organizers around the environment. Correct. What would be some potential um, things a person could do in their modern life to start to self-organize or more around a more healthy environment would it be resting for the like, average person yeah and i've answered this early in this podcast i'm pretty sure sleeping inside fetal is critical why is that because that's how we slept in the womb that's the ancient way it's like the golden spiral you know when you close your hand you see the golden golden spiral mm. when you see that baby in the womb it's a golden spiral yeah it's a, it's the divine spiral so when you're sleeping Inside fetal, your inside ankle bone high, and you're in that nice, beautiful spiral. And you go to the other side and just go back and forth. There's no woda in the event, in the eight-hour event. Hmm. Whereas you're sleeping on your belly, you're splayed, your hips up in front of your uh, torso, and that's the death move. Hips in front of torso, front chain dominant. You're only four degrees front chain dominant. And unless you're doing a lot of running or something really sketchy, you're not really going to hurt yourself because you're not in the hunt. You're not in the, this is where it's happening, in the, in the, with, uh, what Ricky calls the, when the bullets are flying in, on the NFL field. Mm. And there's linebackers and everybody trying to crush you. 
Yeah, you're only 40. But even you know, even those guys are front chain dominant. So yeah. that's, all, that's a genetically driven thing because Woda doesn't eat up on you until you're about late 20s. Most people with great genetics can get away with some Woda when they're young. The problem with those guys is it's acute injury. But sleeping is the number one thing. Got to sleep side fetal. The second thing is if you at work and you can't get in a Sazer chair or on the ground with a low desk, then you got to buy a kneeling chair or a saddle chair. Mm. You got to give your body the best opportunity to be inside ankle bone high, but behind rib cage. All right, because that's eight hours more. That's sixteen. You got your eight eight hours of sleep checkmated. You got your eight hours at work in a desk checkmated. Now all you got is what eight left. How do we manage that eight? Well, what about if you have an hour drive time in and out of the city? That's two hours of water. So you better have a go-to workout before you go drive, after you get to work. Maybe there's a little gym you can get in and do some some of that stuff that BAM taught you today. Uh, maybe halfway through the drive home, you can pull at a gas station and do some go-to math. But you're always kind of trying to get back to this place where you know you're anti-fragile. I know I'm anti-fragile and I'm not even go to one because yeah. I ain't been hurt in 23 years. Chance of me getting hurt. I got hit by a truck because I know all my weaknesses. Yeah. What about what about hanging? Would that be something that would I be I mean, I'm not for... against hanging. I mean, we came from the trees. I mean, but I would I would make it more of a locomotive hang like I would monkey bars. Yeah, right. I would do monkey bars. Perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't just sit there and do pull-ups and stuff. It's, it's not nature. Nature's moving forward. Cool. Yeah. Sweet. Well, I really appreciate you... Uh, sharing all this and i really upon doing the movements i really did feel quite good afterwards and i and i i uh i mean i very much align with tapping any way that we can tap back into being more effective contralateral movers you know walking and sprinting and punching and throwing and fighting and you know all of that and, and it, in the look the infrastructure for all that is great locomotive behavior go to so if you want to be a kicker and a puncher and a striker yeah. a thrower a hitter you and you don't want to tear up connective tissue you know you want to be go you want to be go to when you're walking and running you want to be go to in your pre-movement geometry we call it the pre-movement fundamental that way you can get in there like ricky henderson did make your millions of dollars or if it's your hobby to play flag football after work and not tear your achilles and not mess with your shoulders i mean a few of my friends tore their shoulders up to six eight months Tell your Achilles, it's six, eight months. Then you tell your knee, it's six, eight months. And you're in your mid-30s, late-30s, early-40s, and you're like, yeah, I can't do none of that no more, and I just go to the gym. And you start to lose that little light in the eye that you used to love. For me, it was basketball. Now I play golf. So, but Yeah. Well, I really I also appreciate you uh, being willing to allow me to, like, poke. You can around. poke at me, but you're not really poking at me. Nature has a set of rules, man. And I just undiscovered their rules. And I'm just trying to get people not to ever hurt themselves. It just, nature it's no is, fun. But nature is in the eye of the beholder. And in this case, you having a verbal description of a thing, it is a description coming out of your mouth. Therefore, it is it is like a subset from your perception. I'm doing the best I can to you use doing the best you can. linguistics yeah. to explain the original two languages. Yeah. I think the hardest part I have, since I'm an outsider and a small businessman, the hardest part I have is... Um, since I use slow motion video technology to undiscover the, the, the divine spiral map, 
is and I'm an outsider. It's it's very difficult for me to. I mean, and Pete taught me the musculoskeletal system. It's very difficult to me to, unless you start to take your own iPad and watch Indigenous people real slow and say, "Where's that bow coach Gill's talking about? Where's that corner? Mm. Hey, hey, there it is. Oh shit, maybe he's on to something. Maybe he is right. Well, now we got 220 coaches worldwide. We got about a hundred thousand people either recoding, under recode, or maintenance in. And we haven't done very little marketing. We haven't done anything. It's just grassroots change, one person at a time. If you want to learn this, we have an institute. Come let us teach it to you. Do whatever you want with it. You want to stay you want to become a certified coach? Good. You want to just take the information, go work with your family and friends? Good. Do what I do. I, I I'm at a point now, I'm fifty. I'm gonna be fifty-seven. I wrote down on a sheet of paper, I'm going to go change, the, I'm going to save the world's connector tissue. And if nobody's going to listen to me, I'm going to spend my own money until somebody listens to me. And then that's what I did. And here I am. Started, and I started just telling people, the slow motion video says that if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to get hurt. And I'm just here to at least warn you. It's like people who eat McDonald's. It, you can't keep eating McDonald's. Right, I mean, I just recently started getting on a on a diet that uh that works for me. But <laughs> what's the diet? It's more element based. So I found a lady that I can't sleep at night if my belly's not just uh, uh, if it's not something's in there. So I found yeah. a lady that says, "Look," I, I told her, "I said I'm eating the same thing I was eating ten years ago. I'm gaining weight." She says, "Well," she says, "Yeah," she said, "Because you uh." You're overstimulating your body. She she believes in what's called a dominant gland, and I'm like, hey, you want to talk about this a little bit? Because it's a little bit off topic. But yeah. but she said okay. Yeah. She said okay. Look, send me a picture. If you want to take your shirt off, you can. But I mean, show me a picture. I want to see where you gain weight. I'm like, huh? you gain weight in my belly. So man, I I, uh, I took my shirt off, took a picture, sent it to her. She said, oh, you you was called a thyroid. I said, what's the thyroid got to do with? My thyroid's fine. I just did all the blood tests. And my general practitioner, she said it's not about whether your thyroid's fine or not. It's about whether it's overstimulated. Let me explain something to you. There's four different dominant glands. One's pituitary, one's thyroid, one's gonadal, and there's another one. And she said, I can tell by the way where you gain weight, kind of like Goda, where you gain weight, what thyroid dominates your metabolism that makes you fat or skinny? And I'm like, yeah, I ain't never heard this before. I said, which I would like ectomorph and all and mesomorph. She said, kind of like that a little bit. I said, she mentioned, so she sent me back. She said, you're a thyroid. I, sh I said, okay, well, what's that got to do with gaining weight when you're eating the same food? She said, well, over the years, you've you all day long, you're overstimulating your thyroid. I'm like, yeah, well, I don't even know what you're talking about right now, but I'm listening. She says, the thyroids, uh, they can't be overstimulated all day because it it regulates the metabolism. She says, "Okay." I says, "All right." Um, she says, "This is what a thyroid cannot do. Other dominant glands they could do this, but you can't." She says, "The first thing you cannot do is you can't take in caffeine." Um, she says, "Do you drink coffee?" I'm like. Pfft about a liter a day every day and then i go to starbucks all day she said yep that ain't gonna work uh, she says uh okay do you uh like to drink alcohol i'm like i'm a red wine fanatic i'll drink a bottle a night by myself <laughs> she said yep that's too much sugar too much estrogen she said and i you know again so she gave me a list of stuff to eat and basically i gotta wake up and i gotta eat eggs 
uh, trying to keep the the, the yolk soft. And I got to eat. I uh, can't. I got to eat sourdough bread. I can't eat regular bread. For lunch, I can go eat me some pho from a from a Vietnamese restaurant. And for dinner, I just got to have a nice piece of meat. I can eat a potato. I can eat like uh, some pastas. But in essence, is I have to keep my thyroid unstimulated. And you know, I lost twelve pounds since since December, oh, nice. like two three pounds a month. Nice. And, and I'm and I'm I'm not hungry when I go to sleep. Right. Yeah. So it's elements, and I got to take some elements like bulvic acid and selenium and and um and some of the uh, beef liver. Yeah. And oyster derivatives. I got to take some of that stuff. But yeah. yeah. I have to, I have to have the right elements in my body too. Well, it's it's clear that you um you know you're really passionate you really care i think you i feel like you really genuinely care about people you know and the and the reason that you're doing all this is because you you really want to be you really want the best for people you know i that, that want really comes through and I what happened that. to me which is three degenerative de- and plus i got osgood slaughter by the way uh, big bumps below my kneecaps mm. i want what happened to me to, ha- to to never happen to any human being again if i can help like looking back aaron the, when I had my first back episode, the first one, my general practitioner could have said, and they can say this now with 240 go-to coaches worldwide, all pain unexplained comes from violating nature's mathematics, the divine spiral and the geom- ancient geometry related to that. And these guys at Gota, these 240 coaches worldwide, they can show you in slow motion video why you have back pain. And they can show you how to take a journey to recode. That's why we call it a recode, because you're using math to go back to the ancient way. And that ancient way will give you the best opportunity to buffer modern day inputs, which is all woda. Mm. Oh, cool. Um, well, thank you, thank you, thank you. I yep. so greatly appreciate the time of the day. And I've, I feel like I've, I've got to, to learn a lot and uh, a lot to digest and implement to my own, yep. my own world. Um, where's the best place for people to go if they want to learn more about the, the go to work? Oh, uh, well, you go to go to movement.com and I always rec- I always recommend that uh, the most important thing you can do and we did this with you today is, is you get an assessment from a go to coach to be able to see it in slow motion video, the violations of, of, of the energy wave, those things that make your knee hurt, those things that make your hips hurt and your back hurts, just to see the violations, then at least in your mind's eye, you'll, you have something to believe in finally. Because a lot of times dealing with the medical folks and the biomechanical folks, and after about a decade, you just really get despair. It's a lot of despair and despondence. It's, it's a lot of sadness associated with chronic pain. And, and, and you know, the repair and replacement surgeries are skyrocketing. It's, it doesn't have to be that way. Thank you, man. Oh, man, well, we appreciate you inviting us. It means a lot for an influencer to invite a go-to coach. Who's understand. an influencer in this room? You. Oh, <laughs> that's a, what a dumb word. Yeah. Influencer? Yeah. That's the dumbest thing. Um, well, I appreciate, uh, yeah, you as a human being, and I appreciate making time yeah. to do this. And, thank uh, you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you all so much for tuning yep. in. All right. That is it. That is all over now. Hope you guys absolutely devoured that conversation. Highly recommend jumping over to check out the YouTube video that we conducted with Coach Gill and Coach Bam over at On It here in Austin, Texas. In that, we go through the ins and outs and fundamentals of how to unlock these GOTA movements. Also, we have a ton of content over there on self care mobility, strength training, and all the the hacks on restoring those sweet, supple postural patterns of yours. 
And lastly, thanks for leaving us reviews on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you're at. Thank you specifically to NYC2CT for leaving us a review in this episode. Uh, That is it. That is all. I hope you have a phenomenal week and I will see you next time.